This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Want to make a podcast? Spotify's got a platform that lets you make one super easily, then distribute it everywhere and even earn money. All in one place for free. It's called Spotify for Podcasters, and here's how it works. Spotify for Podcasters lets you record and edit podcasts right from your phone or your computer. So no matter what your setup is like, you can start creating a podcast today. Then you can distribute your podcast to Spotify and everywhere else podcasts are heard. Video podcasts are also available on Spotify. And when you want to take conversations with your fans to the next level, Q&A and polls are the best way to get them talking. With Spotify for Podcasters, you can earn money in a variety of ways, including ads and podcast subscriptions. And best of all, it's totally free with no catch. Ever since I discovered Spotify for Podcasters, I love engaging with my audience with the Q&A and the polls. And I also love the fact that I can upload my video podcast on Spotify because I know my audience love watching it sometimes when they're traveling on their commute. I highly recommend you give it a try and you can download the Spotify for Podcasters app or go to www.spotify.com forward slash podcasters to get started. Back at the Boston, last minute homework, um, I was one of those kids. All I've visualised, all I've manifested as a kid is being a footballer. Uh, from my school window I could see Wembley. So every day I just looked at Wembley and said, yeah, I'm going to play there one day. Literally 1% of people make it. One of the hardest periods of my life, living off my savings, not showing what to do, if it's going to be a success. But I believed in myself right. and I cracked on and worked serious hours to get to where I am now. I said to myself, okay, I'm going to be the front cover of myself. Getting dropped by Adidas, for example, was one of my biggest lows. I advise that to every influencer. Don't rely on your money from Instagram and ads, because one day they're going to die. Obviously, I'm working so much at the minute, I do become quite exhausted and quite tired. To try and keep on top of things can be a lot. And people who are struggling or holding back, you need to talk. Regardless of what situation is, you need to talk. If you're not feeling great, talk to someone about it. Because mm-hmm. talking is so, so important. There's a lot of men that can't say no, and that's a big problem. Bradley Simmons. How are we? Welcome to Millennial Minds. Thank you very much. I'm surprised you're here after the amount of times I've messaged you. You have grafted, to be <laughs> fair. <laughs> but Joe, you know what? It's good that you ask. If you don't ask, you don't get, right? I think I've messaged you, like, I can't even count <laughs> how many times. And this week, I was like, okay, I'm just going to do it one more time without sounding yeah. like a psycho. And then you replied. Well, I'm working in Shoreditch today, so I thought it very convenient. I'm very, very happy you're but here. But I'm glad I'm here. It's I'm good. really happy you're here. You are one of the few people that got me through lockdown. And that no matter what, every week, mm-hmm. I would always do your 20 minute football workout. Do you know what yeah, do you, the, the, yeah. yeah, yeah, the BBC It's like a BBC really sport. old one, yeah. yeah. And every, when I would send that to people, I'd be like, where did you find this? Yeah, 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 yeah. BBC Sport, 20 minutes. And the reason why I love that so much is because I think at the start of a workout, you're always like, mm, I don't I wanna know. do it. And that one, the first time, deceived me. Because in the beginning, you're like, it's easy. It's easy, it's casual. So and then increase Last it. seven minutes, you yeah, want to die. Tough. And then the next day, you can't walk. Yes. <laughs> so it was a weekly workout I did with my cousin over no, Zoom. And good. I'm very grateful for you. Good, no. Yeah. It was an absolute pleasure to train everyone because it got me for it. Yeah. Because I was so busy working with clients, I had to adapt. I think that was mm. the key 
key word during the lockdown is adaption. How can I stay busy? Yeah. And it's opened up so many new doors for me, that lockdown for me. Like it was success yeah, yeah. for many people. Okay, I understand mm. it was a tough time and it was a tough time for me, of course. But since that, my business has been uh, booming, which has been good. I've, I uh, made a bad, <laughs> bad time a good time. I want to get into that, but before I want to tell everyone about you. Okay. Because I think everyone knows you as the most amazing PT, but nobody <laughs> knows your background. So yeah, tell me your story when you left school. So left school, um, well, I've been a footballer since I was age of seven. Oh, um, wow. Yeah, so I started at Chelsea Academy at the age of seven, so young. So I always wanted to be a footballer. Right. Uh, I drove my mum mad. But I said, Mum, I don't need to do homework. GCC's mum, chill, I'm going to be a footballer. Sweet. Back of the bus doing last minute homework. Um, I was one of those kids. Um, and yeah, and, and left school and then signed for Queen's Park Rangers after leaving Chelsea. So it was just football, football, football. And then things didn't work out. At the age of 20, went plan B, went into personal training. Right. Uh, it was an easy transition. I spent a lot of my time being injured. So I learned a lot about the body and nutrition. So it was an easy transition for me. Got myself qualified. Okay. And I said to myself, let's, let, let's go and reach the top as a personal trainer. So tell me that journey. So you you quit the dream of being a footballer. Yeah. That must have been really hard for you. Yeah, that was a really tough, tough challenge because all I've visualised, all I've manifested as a kid is being a footballer. Mm. Uh, from my school window, I could see Wembley. So every day I just looked at Wembley and said, yeah, I'm going to play there one day. And I did play there and I have scored at Wembley. However, okay. not professionally with a YouTube team, F2. Mm -hmm. But it still was a great uh, experience. So... Um, but yeah, so I always said to myself, I'm going to be a footballer, but things happen, you know, and you can't mm. dwell on it. It was tough. I don't get me wrong. It was one of the hardest periods of my life, living off my savings, not showing what to do, if it's going to be a success. But I believed in myself. Right. And I cracked on and worked serious hours to get to where I am now. Tell me that process. So you were 18, nine, no, you were 20. Yeah. What money did you have? Well, I, um, so when I left QPR, I went to a team in, uh, in Iceland. Called I, uh, yeah, so I lived in Iceland for about six months. Wow. Uh, so I was on a good contract okay. and living in Iceland, I um, didn't have to, I, it was nothing to do really. Okay. So I just saved so every single saved penny. Up. And then you came back and you got injured. Yeah. A lot of people, when they have a dream, they fixate on that and they think, if I can't do that, then I'm not going to do anything yeah. else. And, and it's hard to switch yourself into a mindset of being like, I wasn't able to do this. I need to find something that I'm yeah. good at and I'm going to do it. Yeah. And that's a big problem in football today. There's so many lads, literally 1% of people make it scholarship become a pro mm. and it's tough and all those young lads I've got pals who've gone down the drug route gone down the drug dealing route gone down wow. to not enjoying what they do some have committed suicide it's really tough and it's not spoken about enough so what I want to do I'm so busy right now but eventually I do want to go into clubs the Chelsea's the Arsenal's the Tottenham's mm. and speak to those young lads and say look things might not work out but there's you've got to be positive. Do you know what I mean? You, you don't dwell in it. There's things you can do with the experience you've had. So right. that's something I'd really want to do soon. And so when you decided you wanted to become a personal trainer, yeah. to where you are today is crazy. And I think it's yeah, something it's that um, a lot of people would only dream of. Mm -hmm. So did you have that vision for yourself? Yeah, big time. I actually Googled, because I wasn't sure whether to become a personal trainer or... Um, a football coach. Right. And I, ty I typed in how much can a personal trainer earn in London? And it said in anywhere between 30,000 to 100 grand a year. Mm -hmm. Did exactly the same with a football coach and it was, wasn't great money. Right. Um, so I said, do you know what? Because I'm quite money driven. I'm happy okay. to say it. Yeah. Um, I'm very ambitious. Um, and I went straight down the personal training route and I loved it straight away. So what did you do? You got qualified? Got qualified. Mm -hmm. uh, started working at Virgin Active, Chiswick Park. Okay. Nice um, Realised I can't work for anyone else, so I went freelance after six months. Okay. Actually got kicked out for getting caught doing backhanders. 
Um, yeah, so yeah, left there, got my experience, knew exactly what type of personal trainer I was going to be, went freelance, um, took the risk, because it is a risk going freelance, of course, mm-hmm. but it paid off. And how did you get your first few clients? First few clients of Virgin Active was just, of, of course, it's okay. just being on the gym floor. Yes. Being ha- uh, a good vibe, being smiley. Yeah. Uh, asking people if they fancy a 20-minute taster session. Right. This is what I can deliver if you want more sessions, etc. Um, and then I went on to Instagram. At the time, I had, uh, I had a girlfriend who was very athletic, mm-hmm. did lots of videos. She became my guinea pig. So I trained myself videos of myself right. to obviously uh, encourage the male audience. <laughs> And then, and and then, yeah, (laughs) and then my ex-girlfriend at the time to try and get some female clients as well. Uh, And then I I messaged every celebrity you could think of, and one only got one got back to me, and that was enough to start this journey. And when you say message, you mean DM'd? DM'd, hey, uh, do you fancy doing some training? uh, Do it for free in return of some exposure. Um, Put some videos of myself on your videos, just your stories, and they're like, yeah, cool. If it's gonna be free, no problem. And who was that? Uh, Sophie Herman from Made in Chelsea. Wow. Yes. Okay. And yeah, she was a great client. And then next minute I was training all the million Chelsea girls. Wow. Yes, it was mad. And I got to 50,000 fellows quite quick. And then I, 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 there was an um, app called Social Rank, which I didn't realize at okay. the time. So I went on Social Rank, someone told me about it. And I realized Louise Redknapp was following me. Like John Terry was following me. I said, wow, all these people are following me. I didn't even realize. Message them, hey, do you fancy doing some training? Yes, let's do it. Wow. Do you know what I mean? So... It's amazing. I think people always ask me as well, well, how do you get your guests? And I'm like, I just DM them. Of course. You sh- I just DM'd you, yeah, but yeah. 17,000 <laughs> Look, but if you don't ask in life, you don't get. Absolutely. Yes. And I think it just takes one person to believe in you and one of person course. to start you on your journey. 100%. Like, be it with Sophie. But I think so many people are scared to make that jump. You know, I've just quit my corporate job. Mm-hmm. And one part of me is like, this is going to be amazing. I'm so excited. Mm. I can't wait what to do. And the other part of me, that little voice sometimes is like, fuck, uh, what am course. I going to do? And you're almost just like, how are you going to make that first move? But in this moment, I'm very excited. I'm sure I'm going to have days. Mm-hmm. And as an entrepreneur, you do have highs and lows. Oh, big time. What were some of your biggest lows? Uh, some of my biggest lows, getting dropped by Adidas, for example, was one of my biggest lows. Wow, because so I thought, happened? well, with Adidas, with these contracts, you can't rely on them, right? Okay. They're great They're for a year, two years, you're buzzing. Then they're like, hi, we're going a different way. We've got some new plans. We're going to use other influencers or we're going to save that budget for something else. For example, I'm like, oh my God, oh my God, I'm being dropped. Six months later, you get signed by Under Armour and the contract's even bigger. Wow. So you just relax. I've realized just relax. And that is why now I'm not focusing on those brand deals or Instagram. Mm-hmm. I've got my own shit going on. Okay, and these brand deals are now side hustles or little wow. side thing. Um, and I, I, I advise that to every influencer. Don't rely on your money from Instagram and ads because one day they're going to die. Because mm. Instagram is changing now. Right. Everyone's engagement is dropping. It's crazy. They're, it's becoming like TikTok, for example. Mm-hmm. We're not getting engagement that we used to or the reach. Mm-hmm. is the way it is. Even though my content's got better, yeah. engagement's changed. Mm-hmm. For me to start getting really good content, i got to do TikTok style of videos, which isn't my type. Again, I need to adapt. Yeah. So yeah, so... Being dropped by Adidas, I remember, I think, oh my God, what am I going to do? And it, it's, it's lessons, you know, it's tough. Um, but yeah, that's it, that's it. That's one of my first lessons, realising, do you know what, calm down, relax. Things happen for a reason. This is the journey. And what about when your clients, so I'm sure you've had periods in time where you've had loads of clients and when you've had probably just a few. Mm-hmm. How do you manage during that period? Because I think for a lot of entrepreneurs, there are patches where your income is like, massive oh, big time. and then there's months where it's yeah not. and yeah. one of the things actually that i was told when i was going when i'm now doing my own thing it's like it's just going to be so unstable shivani yeah like how oh, will you cope yeah well one don't get ahead of yourself 
So, for example, if you earn really good money in one month, don't just end up spending a lot of money. <laughs> I learned my lesson. I got a phone call from my accountant saying, you do realise you have to pay tax right on that money, right? Yeah, I know. So, as a freelancer, be careful. <laughs> you always forget, don't you? Yeah. You're always just like, yeah, this is X yeah. amount of my account. Well, I've like, actually oh, got wow. quite a funny story. When I was, I must have been about 21, mm -hmm. and I was cashing hand as a PT as a freelance. And I was I was, I was charging 100 to £150 an hour mm -hmm. in my little smart car, driving around all the expensive areas, the Oxshots, the Cobhams, the Knightsbridge, the Chelsea, mm -hmm. High Street Cairn just saving so much money and I went to the bank with a bag of a lot of cash right because my mum says to me you need to get a mortgage soon you're yeah. only good money but you need to declare your money you can't right. just have that money in your cupboard yeah so right cool I need to learn I need to I need to I need to start becoming a man a businessman yes anyway I went to the bank um and I had a big bag and I went to the cashier and I said yes uh, can I put this money in I said oh sorry sir that's a lot of money can you wait in that room no problem I'm waiting there for 10 minutes like, what's taking so long police turned up well, they assumed I was a drug dealer. Right. Of course they did. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and I was like, well, what's going on? And then they said, sorry, so where's your money come from? And then I showed them my Instagram. I showed them messages of clients I train in, John Terry and that mm -hmm. at the time. So they went, okay, look, you can't do it this way. You can't. So I learned my lesson. And you learn your wow. lesson the hard way. So every personal trainer out there who's young and earning good cash, if you need to get a mortgage, you need to declare it, you need to put it in your bank account. 100%. I think as freelancers, people forget that a lot. Of course. And when you're starting to get into it as well, especially for you, you were 21 or 20. Yeah, I was 20 when I started Virgin Active. Yeah, so it's been yeah, eight years now. Wow. That's great. I can't believe you're 28. <laughs> you're, so, you're younger than me. I'm like so upset. I'm so Everyone offended. thinks I'm like 30, 35. It's funny. Yeah, I, well, you look much younger in person, can I just say. <laughs> Might look bad in the camera. I don't, I don't know. That, that's a compliment, by the that's way. I feel, I feel like good. I'm backhanding you a compliment. That's good. Like, good. I, no, like no, no, I like it. I like it. But, you know, I think one of the toughest things is getting started. It is. You just got to take the leap, though. You've just got to go for it. You have a lot of confidence. Just just seeing you and being around you, I feel like you're very confident. Yeah. You're someone who just gets on with it. I can just I'm very optimistic. Yeah. Are you? Probably, yeah, very optimistic. And so you, when you talk about, I've heard you talk a lot about manifesting mm -hmm. and your vision. Mm -hmm. When you were 20 and you had to mm -hmm. leave football behind and you had to start this, did you ever think it was never going to work? No, I always knew it was going to work. I said to myself, okay, I'm going to be the front cover myself. You did it. And I was, yeah, and I said, that's my goal. Uh, and I, I did it. Again, I just, again, it's the, I think manifest, obviously everyone knows what manifest is. Mm. It's a bit of a trend at the minute. It is. Uh, my friend Roxy, yeah, she's brought the book out. It's been amazing. Yeah. But I remember reading that book thinking, I'm not actually, okay, I'm learning a few bits, but not massively because this is what I've been doing. And some people, it's, na it's natural to them. It's natural to them, to them. yeah. Um, and I thought everyone does this. Surely everyone does this, but people don't. Mm. Uh, but I'm just very fortunate that I'm a very optimistic person. I believe in myself. And I set myself a goal and I just go for it. But how old are you when lockdown started? Lockdown, I was, I was just 26. 26, okay. Maybe 20, yeah, 26. So you were about 26. 26. 25, 26. So you are about 25, 26 when yeah. lockdown hit. And I guess that escalated everything, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. Before that, were you doing live workouts? No, I wasn't doing any live workouts. It was mad. It was a massive change. I was doing a lot of personal training. Right. So I was training a lot of celebrities at the time. Mm -hmm. So I was known as celebrity trainer. I was, must have been training five or six celebrities. Wow. Um, and that was good because I was getting exposure from that way. Training, I was in their stories. I was posting about me. Mm -hmm. I was doing loads of stuff in magazines, etc. Um, and then obviously during COVID, I couldn't train at any celebrities. Mm. But then I guess the following I grew from training with celebrities... Obviously, I had about three to 7,000 people doing my workouts every single day. Oh yeah, it was a lot. Gosh. It was a lot. And that did put a lot of pressure on me because I realized how many people would enjoy it. And it was a buzz. It was almost like a drug. Because I was like, yes, I'm getting this engaged with my followers. I grew 120,000 followers in that COVID period. It was a lot. 
Wow. Yeah, it was a lot. Um, and I turned a good percentage into subscribers. So I knew was, there was a business behind this, which right. is why I grafted and grafted. Um, and I said, and, and, and once we get three, 7,000 and people like BBC wanted to work for me, I said to my management straight away, we need to get an app out. We need to get an app out ASAP. Right. We need to do it now. But these things don't happen now. They don't. They cost a lot of money. And they take a lot of time, contracts and stuff. It was absolute ball. Like, so I was pulling my hair out. But eventually it happened and it was all good. It's crazy because I think lockdown was such a tough time for a lot of people. And a lot of fitness influencers were like saviors for a lot of people. Yeah. Because, you know, mental health is on the rise, and mm -hmm. especially in lockdown. I think yeah, it was massive, workouts and having that engagement with yeah. somebody really helped you to get through. I know, like, like I said, you know, me and my cousin would do your football workout and it mm. was only 20 minutes. Yeah. But you would feel like happy after doing it and it was short and it was. And it well, was you had happy. a routine. It was a purpose. You felt good. You felt exactly. like you achieved something. Achievement feeling is so important. And if people don't have that, then they are going to have bad mental health problems. Mental health is a massive epidemic yeah, at the is. moment. Yeah, Especially men's mental health. Yeah. It's really talked about a lot. Well, it's more awareness is happening, of course. And there's so many people out there, like Roman Kemp, for example, an old yeah. client of mine. He's doing brilliant with the whole mental health side of things. Um, and more awareness needs to be done. We all struggle. I struggle. Uh, mm -hmm. every now and again obviously being a freelancer's anxiety there um and obviously i'm working so much that i mean i do become quite exhausted and quite tired to try and keep on top of things it can be a lot so we all struggle but it's about having good people around you having a good routine and having a good healthy lifestyle which is so important i think there's a lot of men my like my brother, for example, he, he got into the rut of working in the city and being a yes man, having to do this, having to do this. It's not good for your mental health, but you have to do it to be accepted. There's a lot of men that can't say no, and that's a big problem. That's really interesting. I've never heard that perspective before. Yeah, there's a big, all, a lot of my pals drinking 10 pints of beer on a Saturday and Sunday because, ah, you're not having pints, what's wrong with you? Next minute, those 10 pints of 2,000 calories, they gain that weight, they don't feel confident in themselves, and it's just a bad cycle. It's interesting. I think women are normally said that they don't say no. I've never heard it from a male perspective. Oh, I think men are just as bad. When it comes to that side wow. of things, having to be at the pub, having to do this. And why do you think that is? It's just being feeling accepted, being part of the group, being part of the banter. I don't want to be the one to be left out. I've never had that problem. I've always done what I wanted to do. Mm -hmm. And if I get to, the boys take the piss out of me, or it's fine, I don't give a, I don't give a fuck. <laughs> but like a lot that. of men do. A lot of men feel like they have to do it. Mm. Um... And another thing, because obviously I'm doing online coaching now, I'm dealing with a lot of clients, female, mostly female to be fair, but also male saying, yeah, I've started this journey. I'm kind of worried that my mates aren't going to help me with the journey or they're not going to encourage me. Mm -hmm. uh, they're going to make me want to come to the pub. But girls are worse because you've got that whole body positive movement, which I'm talking to my clients and saying, look, if your friends aren't supporting you from wanting to change your lifestyle, your health, then they can't, they're not friends. Do you know what I mean? You, you're doing this for yourself. So yeah, so I'm dealing with all sorts at the minute. Well, and how do you encourage people to do that? Because I think socialising, going out, especially now we're out of yeah. lockdown, going out to eat, going out for drinks, yeah. you want to be social with your friends. It's part of the lifestyle. Social is so, yeah, so, so healthy. Yeah. I'm not giving these people these meal plans or these workout programs <laughs> to them to tell stay me, at yeah, be at, stay at home and be so strict until I advise them to go out, have a glass of wine here. Right. But it's just, just about be having a bit of common sense, being disciplined, mm. not overdoing it. Discipline is a very, I think some people see it as a negative word. And I yeah. think without discipline, you can't achieve anything. No, of course not. And education. Right. Well, sometimes not even discipline, just being educated. Well, shit, like shit. 
my portion size is actually too big. Mm. <laughs> Healthy, but too big. It's just like education and then staying disciplined to make sure the portion sizes stay that way. It's also understanding, and I, and I find this a lot with certain people. It's like you want to see a change, but you don't want to change. Yeah. So you cannot eat the same food you're yeah. eating, work out the same way mm -hmm. you've been working out mm -hmm. and expect to be a size no, zero. No, of course not. You know, it's not on whatever size you want to be. Yeah. It's never going to happen. No. You need to make a significant change and that's the hardest part. So yeah. how do you advise people to actually make that change? Because the, the initial stage is the hardest bit. Initial hard is massively, but this is why I say to parents, get your kids doing as much sports as you can when they're younger mm -hmm. because it becomes part of their lifestyle as they grow older. Mm -hmm. Do you know what I mean? I mm -hmm. was lucky that I did sports since the age of seven. Mm -hmm. It's not a chore for me. Mm -hmm. I absolutely love it. So parents, get your kids doing as much sport as they can as they're younger. Mm -hmm. It's not going to be a chore as they get older. Mm -hmm. um, my sister's a prime example. Did loads of sports. Played county netball. Played for Brentford girls. Wow. Went to university. She stopped. And, and this happens with a lot of females, I think. Mm -hmm. A lot of, a lot of uh, girls and uh, women, I should say. Be careful <laughs> what I say. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Um, um, yeah, where boys, I guess, I think, carry on. Mm -hmm. Boys are quite social to play five a side. They go and play tennis. Definitely, you're right. they, they go and play football on Saturdays uh, where girls kind of stop. Mm -hmm. So I, that's another thing. It's, yeah. But if you want to change your lifestyle, you have to invest in guidance and support. It's like, how easy is it to go and spend 200 quid on a night out these days? Oh Ubers, drinks, mm -hmm. one round and you've got five of your friends. Who wants yeah. a drink? Five hands put up. Oh, here we go. That's that. Especially why I, I go out in Fulham and Chelsea. That's 100 quid, no That's problem. Crazy. So if you're willing to spend 200 quid on a night out, why are you not spending 200 quid on a month for someone like me to really guide you and support you? I agree. I actually it's just change your mindset with money. 100%. I did this video ages ago and it was like, we very easily question things to invest in ourselves. Mm. So whenever I want to invest in a coach yeah. or I want to invest in a PT yeah, yeah. or I want to invest in, let's say, I don't know, a book or something yeah. like that or a course. Yeah. But if you ask me to buy a nice jacket yeah, or you ask me to buy something for someone I love, yeah. Easily, I'll yeah. do it. But investing in yourself is something that so many of us question. And I think it's all around self-worth as well mm -hmm. because we think we can do it ourselves. Mm -hmm. But yeah, yeah. often you can't. Nah. And once you invest in something, I feel like you see such a big difference. Cool. And also when you spend money on something, you're going to make sure you change. Because oh, if you're paying £200 an hour for a PT session, you're not going to eat a packet of crisps no. the second you get home no. as a snack. You're going to be like, no, 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 I promise my PT. He's done this meal plan yeah, for me. Exactly. I'm not going to binge. And you're going to educate. So with, I say with my clients, I only want to work with you for three to six months. 100%. If I'm working with you more than six months, I'm yeah. a bad coach. Yeah, yeah. Okay, because after those six months, that. you should be educated, you should have knowledge. It's and about the tools. And you should be, it's a part of your lifestyle now. Mm. It was once a chore in the first few weeks, and now it's a lifestyle where you absolutely love it because the benefits for your mental health, benefits for your confidence, which yeah. is so key. Um, and yeah, looking good. If you look good, you feel good. <laughs> I, I say that too. I, when I do coaching, I always say to people, the maximum I'll work with you for is for six months. Yeah. Because after that, I've give, I sh you should know all the tools and practices you should I'm do. telling you. I'm telling you everything. Yeah. After that, if you want wanting to change, then I'm also not going to handhold yeah. you and make you yeah, change. Because then it's not coming from you. No, it's just course. coming from me yeah. being like there holding yeah, yeah, your yeah, hand. Yeah, 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 of course. So it's completely different. Obviously, having the multiple businesses that you have now. Yeah, God, there's quite a few now, isn't there? There is. <laughs> yeah. How do you manage in a relationship? Ooh, so yeah, it's uh, depends on who the t depends on the person. Mm -hmm. I've actually found it quite difficult lately, to be honest. Mm. I had um, a gorgeous girlfriend during COVID. Um, I was booming. Right. I guess she wasn't. It was quite tough. Okay. And that that was that was a big test. 
and I think we're both quite young, so it, it didn't work out. Mm. Um, and I recently was dating someone who was doing very well for themselves, but we just weren't compatible. And that's just the way it is. And it's fine. You can move on. It's mm. cool. It's cool. But right now, I've got so much going on. I don't really have time to even think about having a missus. Um, and to be honest, the type of person I am, I throw so much energy into my partner when I'm with them that I actually neglect myself, which is mad, which is a good sign. I'm a good boyfriend. I'm like that. Yeah. But I want to help them so much. I want to support them so much. Yeah. I almost forget about myself. Mm. And my sister always says it, Brad, focus on yourself. And it's so true. You should be your own priority. They should be their own priority. Sure. You together should be your switch off. 100%. Um, but yeah, I'm a very generous, helpful person. And a lot of people say I've helped loads of people in the industry, like start their careers and stuff. And mm -hmm. so many people have done so well. And I absolutely love doing it. Mm -hmm. I buzz of helping other people. Do you know what I mean? I, I buzz of seeing other people do well, mm -hmm. um, which is a good thing. But sometimes I need to save the energy for myself, which I am now doing. I've learned my lesson. If the right person comes, then great. If they if they wipe me off my feet, I'm buzzing. Like. Like, honestly, if I find someone now and they're the one, I am over the moon. I'm 28 now. Yeah, yeah. Um, I'd love to be a young dad. But again, I'm not searching for it. I'm not chasing it. I'm not looking at it. It will happen. Mm -hmm. Do you know what I mean? I'm going to Bali, for example. I might find a, an, an incredible Aussie <laughs> blonde. Do you know what I mean? You just don't. You said I was around the corner. I'm manifesting it. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Bali's my favorite place as yeah, well. Yeah, you just don't know. And I don't even I'm dating a few girls or taking a few girls out and, and taking it slow and seeing where it goes. Yeah. But... If it's not, if, if if they're not the one, I'm I'm gonna be like, see you later. Life's too short. I think it's really important to find someone that's compatible with you and aligned with you and your goals. Because if you're with someone that isn't so driven and passionate, mm. they're gonna be relying on you so much to spend time with them. If yeah. they're not working, one hundred percent. I can't date someone that's not ambitious. That's my biggest like mm. red flag. Mm -hmm. If you're not ambitious, and I guess do you know what? Living in the Fulham Chelsea area, mm -hmm. there's a lot of girls who don't need to work. Yeah, and I've dated a few or speaking to a few and straight away I'm like, despite how gorgeous you are, this ain't gonna oh, work. Yeah. I need fire. I need to know that you're waking up and you're, you're, you've got, you've got a purpose or you're buzzing, you, you've got goals mm. and you're smashing those goals. Yeah. That's what I need. I need someone who's just on my level. And gonna make you better. I'm yeah, of course. You. I'll motivate me. Absolutely. I don't, like, I've had a, a couple of, uh, I've had four serious relationships. Um, one of the girls was very competitive with me. I said, like, we've been competitive. <gasps> yeah. I said, like, really? we've been competitive for me for like, we, we, we're together. We're like, equal. We, we, we push each other, right? Right. Um, so I can't have that either. That's, that's too much, that's too much bad energy. And what about your friends? So I think, you know, you've got a big online presence now. Yeah. You know, you've been friends, all these celebrity train celebrities yeah. and you've got a, you know, you've got a lot of people that probably want to be friends with you. And I think your friends and the people surround yeah. that you surround yourself with are the most important thing. 100%. Because you can really feed off yeah. good energy and bad energy. Yeah. And for me, I just know now, when I'm around someone, either I feel good vibes mm -hmm. or I don't. And mm -hmm. sometimes I can't even pinpoint it. I'm just like, there was something that was missing yeah. and that's fine, like it's okay. Yeah, yeah, it's cool. But for you, I think, it, isn't it hard to now make new friends? Yeah, it, it, it definitely is for sure. Um, but I was, I'm very lucky. I've got two older brothers who are, who are best mates. Mm -hmm. And I've got a few lads who I was best mates with before I guess I became successful, etc. Um, there's a lot of acquaintances I have and I'm, mm -hmm. and I'm, and there's a lot of people in my industry, influencers, other personal trainers. I'm more than happy to have a laugh with. Mm -hmm. I don't class them as best pals. They're acquaintances. I see them yeah. at events and stuff. Right. Buzzing to see them, how they're getting on. Um, but yeah, you, my circle's small, mm -hmm. really small. And that's the best way to be. 
Uh, and of course, you got you got. There's a lot of males who want to be successful. So you, I got to be careful of jealousy and stuff, and like people who are envious, which is fine. That, that happens. I've had to deal with that all my life. Uh, and I really struggle with that because I'm not an envious or jealous person. So I don't understand that. I don't get it. How can someone be jealous of someone? Surely my success should be your motivation. Right. But that's the way I see it. Of course, other people are different, right? Obviously, different star signs and all that. <laughs> I'm not going to go into that. <laughs> <laughs> different star signs and all that. I was just going to say that. Too. Um, that's so funny. Um, so, yeah. And I've had to deal with a lot of that. And recently, I've had to deal with that uh, with some of my closest of pals. So I thought were my closest of pals. Okay. And then you start to hear like, these little remarks, these comments. I'm like, no, that's not cool with me. Do you know what I mean? And how so, do you confront that? Oh, I'm straight up. I'm honest as anything. And I'm like, I just them aside and say how it is and if we, if it, that means we don't become friends anymore then it's sweet so they are jealousy is a weird one because i think if you're jealous about someone you should use it as a form of inspiration yeah, and when people are saying i don't know what to do i don't know what to do i always say well look where you're jealous look for look yeah, where you're envious of, of someone well, that's well that comes around people don't want to change they want to make that change do they they want it to happen but they're not right. willing to put that work in to make that change Exactly, and I think jealousy could be used as a good thing. If you're jealous mm. about something, yeah. you should say, okay, well, what can I do to ensure that I get that? Yeah. And that person getting that, whether I'm jealous or not, whether I wish them yeah. badly or yeah, well, yeah, yeah. is never going to change no. that person's success. No, of course They're going to be successful whether yeah, you support yeah, yeah. them oh, or 100%. not. So support them, support, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah. And I think with friends, you know, you can really pick up, when you say remarks like that, when someone's like says to me like, oh yeah, I saw your video. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Where's the like and comment? Yeah, yeah, yeah. All that stuff. And I'm always like, you did? <laughs> yeah. And then they're like, yeah. And I'm like, yeah. Good. Yeah. To be fair, right. I'm I'm past the whole because I understand my Instagram is my business now. So mm. if my pals aren't liking it, it's it's cool. You know it's what? Sweet. This is what I mean. There's a lot of my close friends that don't like and comment and share yeah, yeah, one of my videos. Yeah. That's not how I know that. that they no, support exactly. Me. Yeah. I just know when I see them. Yeah. Even if they don't say Shivani, I saw your last few videos, yeah, yeah. that they support me. Yeah, yeah, they're cool. Me. But there are some people who I know purposely look at it. Oh, and cool. when I see them and someone else is talking about it yeah. and they say nothing yeah. and they're silent, yeah, yeah, I'm yeah. like, I just know. Yeah, you just know. Don't worry about it. Yeah. I don't need your support. Yeah. But then also don't come to me and be fake because I am not oh, a fake okay. person. Yeah, you can sense just like, I'm not a fake person. I'm just not. No. If, if I don't like something, no. I'll be like, I don't like yeah, it. 100%. I won't say to someone, oh my God, I love your stuff. Yeah. And then never like and comment yeah, on it. Yeah, I just yeah. won't say anything. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. I'm not interested. Yeah. And I think it's in this social media world we're living in, you know, my following has really increased lately. And you're seeing so many people now coming out and being like, oh, I've been supporting you from the beginning. And yeah. I'm like, have you? Yeah. It's like, I don't remember you ever <laughs> saying anything about my podcast. But now suddenly yeah, you're like, nah, exactly. I love it. No, no, and you know what? I also think not everyone's going to support you in the beginning. And that's okay. But you really do know interactions that are genuine and it are yeah, genuine. You can just sense the energy. Oh, 100%. Like when I first started, I was probably one first doing videos of mm. exercises and stuff. <coughs> and I called myself hashtag SimoPT, which I don't use anymore. But that was my first hashtag. What and does that mean? Well, my name's Simmons, so it was short for Simo, SimoPT. Oh, Simo okay, okay. I was like, uh, Yeah. And uh, I got banned for fun for it, but I can take banter. It's fine. Mm. I knew where I was going, so yeah, it was yeah. fine. And banter is very different. People mock me all the time. They're yeah, like, yeah, 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 like? yeah, 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 yeah. I'm like, yeah, it's oh, fine, yeah. whatever. Yeah, oh, yeah. That's totally different. I think you just really do know. Yeah, 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 of though. course. In one of my videos recently, I spoke a lot around expectations for men and women. Okay. And a lot of the time on this podcast, very biasly, mm -hmm. I talk a lot around the expectations for women. Mm -hmm. But I don't really talk around the expectations there are for men. Mm -hmm. And from your perspective, I really want to understand what some of those things that you feel you had to achieve. Yeah. 
and have strived to achieve, but maybe mm. haven't been able to, and that's impacted you? Yeah, so I guess at the age of 20, I'm going to John Terry's house, I'm going to Jamie Renat's house. Okay, I'm name dropping for fun here. <laughs> but I'm going to some incredible houses. I'm going to some billionaires, I'm getting flown to Monaco. So I'm seeing like, wow, this, I would love to be able to do this. I want my house with the pool, etc. cetera. Mm-hmm. Um, and that, I'm like, yes, it's gonna happen. But then as you get older, you realize you've got about 25% deposit down. <laughs> and despite how well you're doing, it's getting tougher and tougher. Of course, I'm still aiming to do that, but I've realized now, no, it's fine, it's cool. If it doesn't happen, it doesn't happen. You're still working hard. But for me, as I've grown older, the materialistic stuff has definitely died down. Do you know what I mean? I, um, so the, the 812 super fast Ferrari that I, I wanted, don't necessarily need that. I'll get that when, that's the last resort now, that's the last on the list, okay. things like that. So I've definitely changed. And as you're older, you do change, you become more mature. Mm. Um, for me, it's all about experiences. Um, of course, I'm investing my money well, bricks and water. I've done the whole mm. crypto thing, didn't work out, ain't touching that again. NFTs, not doing that again. Um, so for me, bricks and water, I want to build a portfolio, which I enjoy. Um, mm. Got my first cottage in the Cotswolds. I know, I saw that. Uh, which is doing really well on Airbnb. And so that's a new passion for mine, interior design. Mm. Little these So uh, I want to build a portfolio of 10 cottages, for example. Right. And that'd be a nice little retirement plan. Do you know what I mean? Um, so yeah, so I've gone from being materialistic, wanting to show off, show people that I'm successful to now be like, look, I don't need to look successful. It, it doesn't bother me. It's, it's crazy. Like as you get older, yeah, you don't really compare yourself. I do, I do surround myself with, with obviously successful people, which is really important. And they only drive me. They, they inspire me. They motivate me, but they don't necessarily, I don't compare myself with them. Comparison is something that a lot of us struggle with, in, especially in this digital age, because it's very easy to say, oh, this person stayed here on holiday. Yeah, yeah, of course. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Or, you know, this person's going to train this person mm. and I haven't been able to train yeah, yeah. that person. And often I feel that when you compare yourself, you're just digging yourself deeper into this hole. Well, if you compare yourself, that can lead to envious or being jealous, right? Mm. Whereas if you see someone's success and you, and you believe in yourself and go, I can get there too. Right. How am I going to get there? Put a plan in place and go for it. Then you're, you're, yeah, you're you're being inspired and you're going for it. That's the way I see it. You're just so positive. Yeah, you have to be. Does anything ever make you feel bad? Uh, what makes me feel bad? Or what was one of your hardest moments where you weren't able to be this positive? Uh, the breakup was was tough. I never f- expected it because I've had a few breakups. I was chilled, I was happy, and I was like, I'm going to be a, a, a lad again, buzzing. <laughs> I had a really bad breakup, and that hit me for six. Even when um, I was doing Get It Done, for example, mm-hmm. I was, it was just a big blur at one point. And as you say, I'm very optimistic. Sorry. My managers had a Zoom call, and they said to me, Bradley, what's going on? Where's, where's your energy gone? Like, what's going on? Not knowing that I was obviously struggling through that mm-hmm. breakup. And I just burst into tears out of frustration because I knew I was slacking. I knew get it done. We had people saying, what's what's wrong with Bradley's energy? That was really frustrating because I wasn't myself. And that can happen. I think men struggle with breakups more than females do. Really? I think though. But I think it's because my ego, I guess, was hit so hard. Do you know what I mean? Seeing someone move on, et cetera, it's quite tough. Even though you're not meant to be with that person. Yeah. And you know you're not meant to be that person. And you, you think yourself you're going to move on. That ego, it does hit you. I think men struggle later in the line than women girls. I think you're quite sensitive. I'm not going to ask you a star sign, but <laughs> I won't ask you. When it, yeah, I think, I think definitely relationships, have, uh, my, my sisters say what has always been my downfall. Being sensitive is 
our quality I think is so great. Mm -hmm. And all my life I've been criticized for being sensitive because I think you're right with breakups. I think when you're in the relationship, the girl is the one that's, well, in my situation, it's been me who's like, I'm not happy, I'm not happy, mm -hmm. I'm not happy. And the guy's like, whatever, whatever, yeah, yeah. whatever. And then I'm like, I'm done. Yeah. And when I reach that point where I'm done, I, I don't care. Yeah. Like I actually, yeah. I, I, I just yeah. go, I'm just like done. Yeah. And no matter how upset or emotional they are, yeah. I can't go back. Yeah. So, and I think with men, once it's done, then they're like, shit. Yeah. Like, you know, yeah, like, what Your happened? ego, you're like, what? Yeah. what's going on? And that's what happened to me. Being sensitive has been something I've always been criticized on because mm -hmm. people have said, oh, you know, you're just a bit too sensitive and you look into things a lot. But yeah. I think it's why I have a lot of emotional intelligence and I'm an empath. Yeah. So I really understand where people come from. But I also think as a girl, it's kind of expected for me to be like that. Mm -hmm. As a guy, yeah. being called sensitive, yeah, it almost be called. You've been calling me seven. I was like, what? Right. My, my, I saw your reaction. Yeah, you my were shoulders like, were like, yeah. yeah. Why is it? Why is it so offensive? I don't know because I would class myself as an alpha male. A lot of people say I'm, I'm quite alpha. I would say you are too. But I guess every alpha has a sensitive side, right? Right. And it, it, we should be in touch with that sensitive side. We should be. We should own it. Yeah. Um. But yeah, it's not really something that I think about or try and. <laughs> I guess it's just sometimes I can be sensitive. And I think that's, you know yeah. what, like, naturally I saw you were like, I'm, I'm, I'm yeah, sensitive. You know, it is, you said, I think I'm an alpha and I also can be sensitive. Mm. And I think this is a really key point. You can mm. be both and you don't have to be either or. And I was having a conversation with my auntie today and she was saying, you know, boys are just like this. Have you read Men Are From Mars and Women Are From mm. Venus? And I was like, that book is a pile of crap. Yeah. Because I'm you're really putting people, yeah, don't read it. <laughs> it basically puts people into boxes. And yeah. it says, you know, men love logic and women love to talk about everything for ages. Men love to not talk about their feelings and women love to talk about their feelings. Yeah. Men aren't emotional, women are. And I think when you talk, when you read books like this and then society reinforces mm -hmm. this and then the TV that we watch reinforces it and when you go to school, yeah. everyone's like, you're a guy, don't show your feelings, yeah, yeah, don't yeah, be yeah. sensitive. Yeah. It reinforces this behavior. Oh my God, Roots is just so cute. He's just chilling. Roots, I don't know if everyone good, can see the camera, but Roots is here. Roots, come here, come here. Up here, come on, up. <laughs> up here, come on, up. Roots has entered up. the podcast. Come up, 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 <laughs> good, up, sit. He comes everywhere with me, by the way. <laughs> he is just so cute. There he is. Thanks for joining Roots. But do you know what? It's quite funny. So during that breakup, it's like, it's like I, I speak to my brothers. I'm like, oh, bruv, I'm really struggling. And he'd be like, oh, you're single. You've got so many roadies you can get with. What are you laughing? You're going to have the time of your life. Right. And you're like, it's not really what I want to hear now. I want you to be telling me, bruv, don't worry. It's going to be fine. Let's mm -hmm. work on your... Do you know what I mean? So you have to go to your mom and your sister and they can't understand. <laughs> so they can like, they can, they know, understand the symptoms, but I guess I struggle. And do you have that open conversation with your friends? Let's say if they come to you and they... Oh, I'm very open. I don't care. I'm, I'm yeah. sweet. I'm, I'm very open. When it comes, when it, yeah, when it comes... I'm being open now. I don't mind because mm -hmm. I know people are going to relate to this. Um, and people who are struggling or holding back, you, you need to talk regardless of... <sighs> What situation is you need to talk? If you're not feeling great, talk to someone about it. Because mm -hmm. talking is so so important. Like I'm a personal trainer, not just a person. I'm a counselor. Right. I've had so many clients who are going through really tough times, whether it's mm -hmm. divorces or struggling at work or just feeling really low or depressed. Mm -hmm. My job is to talk to them, not just train them, which obviously helps them with their confidence as well, but yeah. talk to them um, and give them my advice. Do you know what I mean? And uh, and I think it's really important. So that's made me realize I have to talk. Right. So, yeah. And isn't that really hard? It's like people say having being a hairdresser is the hardest job in the world. Yeah, yeah. Listening to people's problems all day. How do you switch off? And how do you also know when to advise your yeah. clients of the right thing? Because 
I guess there's a very fine line between. Well, you could say, look, you could say this is my opinion, this is my advice. Obviously, mm. it, do it doesn't mean it's the right advice, but have a listen and tell me what you think. Um, especially my female clients, I was like, this is from a male's perspective. Yes. I love that. And I'm like, you need to hear this from a male's perspective because you're probably listening to all your girlfriends right now. And your friends will always support you. Yeah. Your yeah, friends yeah, will always course. say, and, and you know, I always say, I'm, I feel like I'm the luckiest person in the world because yeah. I have friends who will say, Shivani, you're wrong. Yeah. And they'll say, you're looking, you're looking too much into yeah, it. Yeah, of course. Or look, you have to think about it from his perspective. And I love that. And I think so many people yeah. are lacking friends who will give you a oh, perspective and tell you that you're wrong. It's so easy to yeah. agree with someone. And, yeah, I think so. Like every guy should speak to a female about, and right. the females will say to me, "Brad, but what about this? Like, do you think I'm like, doing what? I'm, I haven't thought about that mm. because they understand they maybe experience it themselves. So always go to the opposite opposite sex for a bit of advice <laughs> and see their perspective. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I've loved talking to you today. It's all good. And at the end of every podcast, now we yep. do a nice truth or dare. Oh, Rachel, what should we do? Truth or dare? <laughs> I say, let's do a dare. I'm gonna dare you. Okay see how many press-ups you can do in a minute. Press-ups can be in a minute, oh. <laughs> I'm gonna do that excuse, but I did chest today, so it might not be as good. <laughs> <laughs> I predict 100, you 100, predict? 100, How many do you yeah. predict? I believe in you. Okay, let's go press-up every second. So let's go 60 and I reckon 60. I'll be yeah. Let's go. everyone and thank you so much for listening to this podcast wherever you're listening or watching if you could press the like follow and subscribe button it would mean the world to me